another episode of the Hoop Journal podcast. Today we have a very special episode for you guys. Mitch and I are joined by another podcasting duo. We have with us today Logan and Jacob from the Hoop Theory podcast. Logan, Jacob, how are you guys doing today? Pretty good. Happy to be here. Living the absolute dream. It's a Saturday. Like here. Can't complain. Yeah, it's, it's a great Saturday. I don't know what the weather's like where you guys are at, but it's it's a comfortable Cold. 40 <laughs> degrees or so today, which is very uh, very warm given the circumstances. So we're doing good on this Saturday. And uh, today we have uh, a very good episode for you guys. We're going to talk all-star ballots. And uh, rather than just, you know, discussing who should be a starter, who should be on the team, wanted to make it a little bit more fun and exciting. So given that there's four of us today on this episode, and there are, of course, 24 total all-star spots, I figured we would do just a little bit of a, a draft. We'll each get six picks to make uh, sort of our all-star lineup with a six-man. And uh, yeah, we'll see at the end who can compile the best team. So the starters for the All-Star Game were announced uh, on Thursday. We don't necessarily have to use those guys as our starters because I, for one, think there was a couple snubs in there, which we could mm-hmm. we'll, we'll go through that as we as we get to those guys. But um, you guys can take anyone you want. Um, I will allow Logan and Jacob, of course, as our guests to have the first two picks. You guys oh, can figure out who's one and who's two. That's dirty. but uh, yeah, I'll, I'll let them I'll let them make the first two selections. What happened to home court advantage? What happened I'll, give, to- I'll give Mitch my pick. Logan go one, Mitch <laughs> oh. can go two, I'll go three. All right, Jacob, sounds good. Sounds heads good. or tails. I like these guys already. I want to get it fairly. No, I already gave you first pick. You've okay. earned it, Logan. You've earned it. You've got I'll the first it. overall pick. So All right. We, you can do this. We won't even do, like I, for one, I know I'm going to try to put together a lineup, but you don't necessarily have to take, you know, two guards, three front court or whatever like that. Just take, you know, whoever you think is most deserving to be an all-star. Hmm. That's tough for me because I'm such a like I'm a Nuggets fan, but even I am willing to admit that this season Embiid has been, uh, you know, he's edged Jokic out as the best player in the league this year. Yeah, so I'll probably have to go with him number one, as much as it pains me. Fair. Yeah, I think that's I think that's the right pick. I mean, he's you know put put his you know playoff struggles aside. He's he's clearly having the best season of any player right now so yeah i i think he's the clear number one pick i think you made the right choice there i think Mitch i might too I, I think i actually might blindside you with my second pick because i think i think everybody's gut reaction might be Giannis, but uh i'm gonna pimp slap you real quick and i'm gonna take shea gilgis alexander okay at number two the... i'm taking no. shea i'll let Giannis fall i don't care no that's that's devastating <laughs> i don't i'm like a ride or die thunder <laughs> Celtics guy so my my whole team was going to be Tatum, JB, Shay. Give me Chet while I'm, I'm taking. Jacob Derek was going to take Derek White with the second pick. <laughs> <laughs> I've done dumber things. We have, we're in a fantasy. Hey, I wouldn't even blame you. I took Jason Tatum number one. <laughs> hey, wait, like first overall? Yeah, oh, that's crazy. absolutely. Oh, geez. I was that's like, crazy. He, he's he's the number one player on my fantasy team, but he was I, I didn't have the number one overall pick. Like I said, a lot of my decisions are not <laughs> mental decisions. They're what feels right. And rocking with the Kia 2024 MVP, Jason Tatum, felt right. And it has not been, actually. But we're getting into <laughs> January, and that's when he's about to cook. So That's a good point, yeah. At it three? It's about to be Jason Tatum season. You're right. At three, I think I have to do it. I just talked him up. I'm going to take Jason Tatum. All right. Oh All-star legend? That's all he does. <laughs> I should hey, take Jokic. Oh, this reigning is All-star oh. game MVP, if Dude, I'm not mistaken. imagine it comes back around and you get Jokic. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Holy shit. It is. It is actually going to work out that way because I'm taking Giannis with my first pick. 
No. This is an all-star game. I want Giannis on my team. Oh, my God. All due respect to Jokic, but I'd much rather have Giannis on my team. This draft is a wash already. You just let him get Embiid and Jokic? Oh. And we're not snaking this? I guess We're just going around? Yeah, yeah. It goes back to you now, Logan. All right. Then, yeah, I am taking who I was debating taking number one, Nikola Jokic. Oh. No. Okay, well. That would be a dynamic duo. There's only so much paint. You know, but you know, Joel Embiid plays off Jokic like Aaron Gordon, just like cutting into open space and getting lobs. He ain't doing. I could any look of pretty that. pretty. Let's be real. <laughs> He's not doing any of that. All right, in a roundabout way, it works out for me too, because then with my second pick, I'm gonna take Giannis, and I'll grab Shea and Giannis. Whoa, 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 hold on! I took Giannis. Oh, I didn't even listen to you. I turned your ass out. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, well then, I guess I'll take KD. KD and Shea would uh would be an interesting duo. I like it. Um, are we allowing, like, because this season, funny enough, KD has played split minutes between two, three, and the four. Yeah, you could put him. Yeah, Am you I... could put whatever. Yeah, whatever positions you want. All no, right, no all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. All right, KD so you got SGA and KD. That's a nice duo. That's that's a really fun all star duo. Jacob, who you pairing up with Tatum? Is going to be Derek White? Uh, no, unfortunately not. But it is going to be the best point guard in basketball this year, Tyrese Halliburton. This is what I'm going to take with my pick. Mm. So, okay, I have a question then, because I would love to say, well, no, I wouldn't, because I still think SJ is better than Halley. Are you counting Luca in this conversation? Uh, I said that just to kind of add some oomph to it. I'd rather okay. have Shade and Halliburton for sure. Okay. Like, uh, <laughs> I was gonna. Gone. I like the cell though. I like. The I was cell. gonna say. I was like. I was like. Well, if we talk about like pure point. Guys, yeah. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I'll right. give. I'll give Halley that title twenty out of ten times. I'll give him best point guard in the East too. Yeah, but I, I think SGA definitely, definitely edges him out. Well, oh. great. That that allows me to pair Giannis with Luca, which I think thought there was no chance that that was going to happen. So very mm. happy about that. I'll take Luca with my second pick. He only scored Going. 73, so I don't care. You know, I'm feeling didn't I'm score. Feeling didn't score 80. Didn't score 80. Could have. Didn't. Could have. All right. So then that goes uh, It goes back to Logan. He's got the two best centers in the league. Where's he going to go next? Mm-hmm. Man. I So SGA, is he still on the board or did he take No, SGA? Mitch took SGA. Okay. SGA. So... I think where I'm going to go now is, I mean, LeBron's year 21, and he's or he's still like definitely still a top putting 10 up player. Numbers. Still putting up numbers. So I'm, you know, I'm thinking of him. The other guy that I have in my starters, he's not a starter in real life, but who I have as a starter is Jalen Brunson. Yes, me too. So I'm probably between those two right now. Um, and because I already have like so much size, I do really want to guard. I think there's still really good guards to get after Brunson, though. So I'll probably go with LeBron here to put up my okay. three. Yeah, good call. Okay. Good call. Right. I, I think that's I think that's the right decision there. I definitely do agree with you. I do think Brunson should have got the starting nod over Dame. He's mm-hmm. going to make a post about it, but then I looked it up. Like, the statistical case actually isn't as strong as it might look, but factor in, like, Brunson's the number one option on a team with, yeah. you know, supporting guys like Julius Randle, whereas obviously Dame has Giannis. I felt like Brunson definitely deserved the spot. Um, very just disappointed in Knicks fans. Like, what fans be, like, are the dumb. biggest market in the league, and they just did not show up in the fan vote for him. Like, there's hmm. no reason why he shouldn't have been like the second or third guard, like vote getter. Fans should only have a third vote. It should just be even thirds for everyone. Hmm. Fans always mess hmm. it up. Remember that year we almost had to have Zaza Pachulia be an all star. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Send I mean, the fan vote to the stratosphere. Or like Jacob, Jacob, Wiggins. Who, I was gonna say that's a great point. Wiggins started an all-star team. Yeah. 
circa but to be two fair, seasons ago. Like it actually wasn't that incorrect because of how bad the wings were in the West that year. <laughs> that is yeah. true. But yeah, still. you had to really like. Yeah, he he did squeeze in there. Um, yeah. but regardless, I'm with Jacob though. I think I think that's a great idea. The Just make it thirty three percent rather than fifty. Yeah. I think that makes sense. Although to be fair, like the, the players get 25%. They also don't care. Thanasis Antetokounmpo got three votes by the players. So they also don't care. I didn't um, even know that. So I don't know. I, it's it's not a perfect solution. But I think um, that's gotta be like a bit, right? Like you gotta imagine. Yeah, yeah. Like, no, it's like it's like well, it's like well known that like it was Brooke Lopez, Giannis, and Dame are the three. <laughs> they, that were like, they were like, for, let's get yeah. him, bro. This is gonna look sick on the ballot. Yeah, often NBA players like they'll vote for their teammates or yeah, shit like that. Like I, I bet like Derrick Rose got like five votes if I had to guess. Can they vote for themselves? Are they allowed to? That would be so. hilarious. I think they is can. Like, because um, I was listening to um, I was listening to one of the athletic podcasts and they have uh, OKC legend Josh Hustis as one of the hosts and and they were asking him about it and he said yeah like everyone you know you vote for your 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 teammates if you have some friends like you know guys you went to college with maybe that are in the league things like that like it's not taken seriously so. Ultimately, I don't know. Like, I don't want to put it all in just the hands of the media either. So, no, because I, I like the media idea. Also, so, stupid. Exactly. Yeah. Everyone so there's, is there's dumb. No, there's no perfect way. Throw to it do away. It, but I think, um, I think Jacob's onto something with the uh, everyone gets a third. I like that. Point being, though, good pick by Logan. I like, I like LeBron there over Brunson. Um, so that that pushes it to Mitch. You got SJ and KD. Who you got? Next? I I think this might be a little bit of reach because I feel like he can come back around to me. But I will be taking Wardell, Stephen Curry. Nice. As my third pick, I'm going to be sliding KD to the three now and, uh, you know, reuniting the dream boys of 2017, you know, but feel good moment there. Feel good moment. Nice pick. Nice pick. KD and Curry back together. Jacob, you're up next. Curry would not have made it back to you for sure. I will. In terms of I'm going to try and build like a real team. I think that's kind of my goal. And so with what I've got now, um, Jason Tatum cooking, probably. As of right now, he's playing the three, but it might get slipped down to the four. I'm gonna go with, I'm gonna go with AD. I think. Oh, I think I'm gonna go AD. That's um, a little snag because there is a large drop. Yeah, when you're looking for like <laughs> center guys, who's, who's my big? There's like a list of three, and two of them have already been snagged. So it's right. like, hmm. damn. So I th- That's I th- yeah. Yeah, I think we go AD with my third selection. It's a it's a fantastic selection, Jacob. That was exactly where I was going with my pick. Had you not made it, and with that, yeah, why don't you be a homer and take Kristaps? That would be there. You go. He's he's on my <laughs> he's on my long list. I have him written down here. He's got a nice, huge, big board here, and he's on the list. But he's he's the last name on the list. I'll be honest. I'm gonna take Kawhi. Kawhi. Why? Why? I think. Because along with Jacobs, um, you know, I, I'm also trying to build like a lineup here and pairing Kawhi, putting him on the wing with Luka and Giannis, I think, I think works, you know, like you have, you have your lead guard, you have your primary wing guy and you have your primary big man. And now I'm going to build out some pieces around that. I think this is a really good three um, that works together. So I would have loved to have AD and just have a disgusting front court, but Kawhi, I think is the next best available player here. I thought about Brunson, but given that I already have Luca, I know obviously they used to be teammates. So, but I don't know. I, I just felt like Kawhi was uh, best player available there. Mm-hmm. Okay, interesting. Interesting. It turns out Logan uh, so yeah, did me three rounds down. We're halfway there. Honestly, I still have Brunson on the board. <laughs> I think. <laughs> yeah, all of Logan's picks just keep coming back around. To Logan's it. like, yeah. you know what? I debated it. 
Let's go for a third. Let's just fucking send him down the line again. You send him, yeah, another round. Because I am, I am looking at Devin Booker also, averaging like eight assists a game. Mm. Right, he's having a really good season. Just scored sixty two the other night. Second person to score sixty two and lose the game. By the way, yeah, in the past, you know, Week. four days. Yeah, the, <laughs> the script is really wild this season. I won't lie. Yeah. Um, Don't you find it weird though? Because you remember, like when when Dame went for seventy, didn't someone else also go for like sixty five? Like. Right before him or right after him, I think Donovan Mitchell's well, seventy-one was like less than right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's just yeah. weird how like these scoring outbursts seem to happen in January. In succession, always. yeah, in January too. Yeah, that's <laughs> the other thing. It happened in January, but I feel like you know players see one guy go for like sixty or seventy, and then the next night they're yeah. like, "No, nah, I got to match that." Well, I was gonna say, I don't know if you we start to see like more performances like that. I don't know if you saw the Kirkberry graph of pace. Where right towards mid January, right before that voting cuts off, the pace skyrockets by like a good like ten possessions. It's really? it's like it's like an actual anomaly where it's like players ramp up the shots they're taking and the possessions time like shrinks by like a good five seconds. So I mean, obviously, you know, the seventy point outbursts are like a like an outlier, but it's like, you know, take a look at a guy like Luca, who Kyrie was on like a ridiculous heater. And then Luca goes 45, 39, 31, 44, 44, and then the 70 point outbreak. Like it's just been like, you know, the shots are more plentiful towards January. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I, I I'll have to look into that because I didn't that's not something that I just realized just from watching the games and I haven't seen like the numbers on that. So I'll have to look into yeah. that. Really interesting. Shout out Kirk Goldsberry. He's always providing cool information like that. So uh yeah. Logan, it goes back to you now. We're halfway through this draft. You have Embiid, Jokic, and LeBron James. Quite the roster you've assembled. Now <laughs> I'm just looking at these names on paper. Yeah, impressive I stuff. Think, so who are you going number four? And since I've had time to think about it, I do think I'm going to switch up my pick and go with Devin Booker at okay. my two. Yeah, shout out Jalen Brunson. Having a fantastic season. And like, okay, so like for the purposes of this, like trying to draft a good team versus who I think deserves an all-star nod, like it, it's slightly different criteria, right? Like you look at like what Jalen Brunson has meant for the Knicks leading them to the four seed in the East. Like that's more valuable than like how I would value him in, in an all-star context. You know what I mean? Given that he is six, mm. one, he's not like jumping out the gym. He's not hitting 50 foot threes, anything like that. So there is some of that like entertainment value that I'm factoring into this, but just in terms of like who deserves an all-star nod, like Jalen Brunson is very high up on the list. Mm-hmm. So Mitch, you are up next with your fourth pick. This is going to be the real reach of the draft, considering he's definitely going to be around here for like the sixth man choice. And I think in terms of equal representation, adding somebody with, you know, potential autism to my team is, is honestly one of the best swings I could take. No, so way. I'm going to take Scotty Barnes no <laughs> with my fourth. Oh pick my there. God. Oh, and honestly, pick. now, and here, let me, let me give you a little context to this as a rookie. You know, Scotty came into the league and Kevin Durant himself was just like, that kid's going to be good. This kid's going to be crazy. We're now seeing what all-star Scotty can look like and what better kind of tutorship to give him than the guy who claimed him as his next up, Kevin Durant. So I think I think it works out. It might be a homer pick here, but now I've got I've got the whole spectrum on my team. All right. So lengthy, willing defenders. You know, I got got Shea and Scotty to lock up KD and Curry to score. So, you know. I got, I got a squad. Yeah, it's, didn't Durant say the same exact thing about R.J. Barrett his rookie year? He also, <laughs> and this is, you know what's, you know what's even funnier. Weirdly enough, KD also pegged. Um, I don't know if you guys remember this at all, but uh, Ron Harper Jr. as a 
as an insane bucket getter. And Ron really? Harper Jr. has played seven minutes for the 905 Raptors. <laughs> And he has been waived by the 905 Raptors. So, you know, maybe Katie doesn't get it right all the time. But Barrett has also looked good in the Raptors uniform. So That's true. Uh, mm-hmm. can't, can't get them all, though. <laughs> I will say, I think that Scotty Barnes is, like, on the cusp. Like, if he ends up making the All-Star team, I won't, you know, totally valid. Definitely think this is quite the homer pick. Though. What do you mean yeah. if? What What is this if you're talking about? I don't know. About? I took Jason Tatum before Jokic. And uh, I think <laughs> also in Embiid. No, Logan took Embiid first. But, uh Barnes well, at a, the very least, Tatum is an all-star starter. You know what I mean? That's true. Like, Scotty Barnes is a borderline all-star, I would say. And Mitch took him mm-hmm. in his with his fourth pick. Well, I'm I glad mean, I you don't it. have a vote, sir. I'm glad you aren't one of the uh, 25 and 25 percentage votes there because Scotty's an all-star in my heart, and that's all that matters. Can't argue with that. Can't argue with that. Maybe one day. Um, maybe I'll replace Zach Lowe because for whatever reason, he gave up his valid. Basically, like the most qualified person in the fucking world to vote on this stuff. It's like, <laughs> actually, it's too much pressure. I don't want to want to do it. He did. Shout out to Zach Lowe, but like, he he's he said because it directly impacts the financials of players. I get he it. does not I, I want. Oh, like, all again, NBA, right? there's not no one more qualified. Okay. There's no one more qualified in in all of sports media to make those type of decisions, in my opinion, than someone like Zach Lowe. Mm-hmm. You know, so I get it. I understand him not wanting to do it, but it's just disappointing because now that vote goes to like who fucking like Candace Parker, Joe like Cowley, someone who, someone who doesn't know what they're doing. <laughs> I mentioned Cowley. Candace Parker because she like. I forget exactly what it was. I think she left Anthony Davis off her defensive player of the year ballot. She made a huge mistake one year when she had a ballot mm-hmm. um, and then tried to like try to play it off like it wasn't a big deal. But point being, whoever they're going to give Zach's, Zach Lowe's vote to is not going to be as qualified as Zach Lowe, unfortunately. So, I will never yeah. forgive Joe Cowley ever. Oh, Joe Cowley. Yeah, <laughs> that oh, is God. a good fucking voted, callback. What is Zion awesome. rookie of the year? Because his his reasoning, his words, because the NBA built the TV schedule around him. Something that happened before he ever played a game was his reasoning as to why Zion was rookie of the year. I never heard that. I've got a corner of shame. Yeah. The entire organization of the Detroit Lions is in it. And Joe Cowley is also in it. That's awesome. The entire org of the Lions, that's... that's, that's, They have wasted three potential Hall of Fame (laughs) careers. They get no excuses. There's a few other names in there. I think you also have the Latvian Basketball Federation. In your what? corner of shame. Because they, they were trying to make Kristaps play in the World Cup. And I'm yeah. like, nah, his ankles and knees need to work. Let's let this man rest. Yeah, I was going to say, they they were really pressuring him post two months after surgery. They were just like, represent your country, man. Come on, don't be a bitch. And he was like, I can barely walk. Like, what do you want from me? Like, I, I think it's safe to say he's taking the right approach, given he's he's been able to stay healthy all season. We'll see if it can last through April and May, but. Um, yeah, yeah, I think it was the right call. There. Yep. Yeah, for sure. I concur. But yeah, Joe Cowley. Why? Joe anyway. Cowley. Also, um, Joe Cowley. Yeah, one last thing about Joe Cowley. Put Andre Drummond. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Put Hassan Whiteside on his defensive player of the year ballot. I think it was Andre Drummond also, at least one year. The same year that the Zion thing happened. Yeah, he's he's that's awesome. He's had that's some, some rough like, ballots. That, that's, that's like batting 0 for 90 and you being like, yep. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. What are you yeah. talking about? What do he's you mean that's a bad He's also super Chicago bias. I think he had like yes. Zach Levine second team yep. NBA or something like that. I can I can pull it up. I, I posted about it like when it happened a couple years ago, so I could find it. But oh, I'm so glad that Jacob brought that up. I thought I was I thought I was <laughs> yeah. alone in my Joe Cali hatred, but no, I'm glad to I see. Didn't think, I wasn't going. expecting you guys to actually recognize <laughs> that name. Honestly, it's kind of a meme in our podcast because that was our first year of ever doing our podcast. Okay. okay. Yeah. That's huh. that was a great year for content then, because my word, the dude like it's 
it was such like a weird polarizing time because the media was open about like they were like yeah zion is literally god's gift to basketball let's just let you know what let me reach over the table and jerk him off real quick because he's that fucking good and it's like it's like dude you like the media when they're being honest and like don't understand that they're making stupid points is my favorite time of basketball because like mm. the next day everybody just like flames them and then they're like what what i'm vocalizing it everybody everybody says it but like i'm the one with the platform so you may i think i'm stupid it's like yeah <laughs> you're an idiot well said mitch Bars. so jacob Jacob, what goes to you with uh, with your fourth pick? Well, I figured if we had a Homer pick, well, it's not really Homer at all. <laughs> I should follow it up with another one. Okay. And this one's not as much of a reach, I don't think, as Scotty Barnes. Maybe I'm crazy. I don't have a two currently, a two guard. Right. And I would love to have RIP the flat top, Jalen Brown. Okay. Who I take right here? I thought um, you were about to say Derek White. Honestly, I was like, I was like, I was like, I was like, two guard Homer pick. Oh no, not 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 D White. Nah, Buffalo Soldier deserves to be an All Star, but he won't be. Buffalo Soldier. <laughs> uh, he's going for the vibes now. He's like, he's like JTJB. We're gonna have nice, nice chemistry on the court. We might oh, not yeah. win, but we'll have good vibes in the locker room. That's all. That's hey. That's what All Star Weekend's really about, right? It's just the vibes. <laughs> um, I would say Jalen Brown is like in the same realm of like being an all-star as Scotty Barnes. Like I think they both have a about the same amount of chance. You know what I mean? They're both going for those same spots. So yeah. Um we'll see. But I I don't I don't know. if I called the Scotty pick a reach, then I think it's only fair if I say the JB one is too. But I don't know. Like oh, totally also now I'm also now looking at the board because I'm up now. And like I don't know. It's not like that's a bad pick. There are there's some other guys like I'm going to I'm gonna go ahead and and steal one Tyrese Maxey off the board because I just think take even him. though Brunson's better, take I just, him. I like I do like the fit with Maxey instead of instead of Brunson, so I'm gonna go with him having a great season. But yeah, what I mean the JB say? the JB and Scotty picks actually maybe maybe I was being a bit of a hater like because those are like the best wings available at this point. Oh the, yeah, a wing thing, but Tyrese Maxey definitely. If he does not get an All Star, I will be aggressively disappointed in yeah. everyone involved. Because he is looking like a five-year-old and being the second-best player on a very dangerous Sixers team at the same time. And I also – part of it's Nick Nurse, I think, doing the whole thing with Embiid and making him work with Maxi. But, like, Maxi has gotten better this year at knowing when to be like, I'm not Kobe. I need to stop trying to score everything yeah. and hand the ball to the most dominant player currently in basketball, Joel Troll Embiid. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's really – I feel like people just don't really acknowledge the fact that he just completely filled the, the James Harden void. Like mm-hmm. they just lost James Harden essentially. For, like they got some nice role players out of it. Sure. But essentially for nothing as far as guards go, at least. And Maxi has just filled that. Like he, mm-hmm. he's, it's been like no drop off for them. They're, they're just as good as they were last year. But I think obviously Embiid is better than he was last year, but I think most of that credit should go to Maxi. So I felt like I wanted to sort of acknowledge that here with this pick and, as much as you know, it would be cool to pair up Luca and Brunson, Brunson again. I just I like Maxi better with this mix of guys I have, and I figured they're they're pretty close. Like Brunson's having a slightly better season, as he's you know the number one option on his team, but um, they're not they're not too far off. So yeah, I, you could definitely argue the case for Maxi for sure because he's him and Embiid. I'll also say is probably I'd say the second best two man game uh, in the NBA right now, behind obviously peanut butter and jelly. 
Jokic and Murray, peanut butter and jelly. Is that what they call them? <laughs> yeah, Denver that, I was going to say, that's an actual, yeah, Denver Media, the PB&J. Uh-huh. I haven't heard but, that. But, uh, yeah, so what we just joked about last round, uh, Brunson, you know, coming back around coming to back. me. Yeah, I guess, yeah. Really it happens. Happen. It happens. So I'm going to take Brunson, without a doubt, as my point guard. Felt my starting five. That's a, that's a nice five. So you're going to go Brunson, Booker, Braun and Bead Jokic. I get you playing Embiid at the four. Like I know it doesn't really matter, but I have Jokic at the four on my sheet, but doesn't really matter. Yeah. Okay. I like it. I don't know. I don't know who Jokic guards in that case. Like one of those guys yeah. can have to step out and guard, but they're pretty unstoppable offensively. So. All right, you're gonna hate me for this one, Mr. Sherman. This one, this if Scotty was a reach, this is like an astronomical top shelf grab. No, I think I was being a hater. Scotty wasn't. Too <sighs> All right. You can, there you guys can I honestly taken ahead of him, but you can hate me for this one because I got to think. I was like, well, I've got size and I got to stick with the trend of size. And who's the biggest possible lengthiest guy available? Well, it's none other win. than Victor Wimbanyama. Wow. My boy, my my French Eiffel Tower. Wow. I've got to scoop him for my five. Okay. Why not? I've got okay. him in fantasy. He's going to be a keeper. So. I gotta show love to the homer. Wow. I'll be honest. I'll be honest. I I was planning to take him with my fifth pick, and I thought I was gonna shock you. Like I thought I was about to set this podcast on fire by doing that. And you're taking him two spots ahead of me. So and here's the thing. Here's I respect thing. it. He got voted over guys like Sabonis and Cat. He was right Which up there is, with Shangoon. Let like, me let me just say, let me just step in since you mentioned Sabonis. He he's getting no love because mm-hmm. statistically he has been dominant this season. I believe he's leading the league in rebounds. He might be like second or third, but he's grabbing over 12 rebounds a game, putting like eight assists. He's like top five in assists, yeah. leading the Kings offense. And yes, he has his shortcomings on the defensive end. We all understand yeah. that. But I, I just think he's having a fantastic season. And he's I, I, the way it looks right now, he's probably not going to make the all-star team, which is crazy to me. It is, it so you saw crazy. the player ranking. You saw the fan ranking and you saw the media ranking. I'm over here scooping up who the fans and the players like. And my team's gonna have the better market appeal than your That's team. That's true. I'm yeah, when I when I post these teams and ask people who has the best one, yeah, I think. And knowing crazy. knowing knowing the followers that are gonna flock to that post, yeah. I've already won. I don't even gotta worry about it. <laughs> Mitch is playing the PR game. I respect it. Um, all right, Jacob, your uh, your fifth pick is up. So this will be my final starter in a hypothetical sense, and I've got a lot of movement I can do because I've got guys that can wrote, like move just about everywhere. Yeah. I could go anywhere from a, a true only center to a just a pure only point guard. Has anybody taken Ant? No. Mm-mm. No, Ant's still I'm going to take Ant. God, he sure as hell would have been taken. I'm just a big fan of him. He makes me smile. His dog's cool. Good vibes on Jacob's team. I'm telling yeah. you, it's all about the aura. Outside Jacob's of AD team. not believing in like modern medicine to make his ligaments work, I feel great about my team. Yeah, it's, a, it's a really good squad. Yeah, it's, so well, going... it's not when you like look down the line and it's Jokic and Bead and when you pan Braun. out, but but in a micro, you know, your team, everyone's like, all right, boys, let's lock the fuck in. We're got good vibes over here. Everybody's happy. I mean, really I have to say, like Jacob, Jacob put together like a, a really cohesive five with Halliburton leading the way and mm-hmm. JB on the wings and then Tatum AD front court, like and my very six, versatile, like great two way lineup. I, I like, yeah. I wish like one through five. I like the vision here. In order for me to stall and think longer about my pick, we're going to go to a quick break before we finish this draft, and we'll be right back. All right, we're back now. 
from our break, I do not feel any more confident about my upcoming pick than I did 10 minutes ago, but we're just going to roll with it. I have Luca, Maxi, Kawhi, and Giannis so far, and I feel like the best players available are guards, but I just don't feel like that's the best pick for my team. So with that in mind, I'm going to look past a De'Aaron Fox. I'm going to go ahead and skip over a Damian Lillard. I'm not even gonna. Huh? Well, I guess I am gonna acknowledge him, but I'm not even gonna consider a Trey Young. And I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna go and get Paul George on my All Star team. Oh, I don't know necessarily. Oh. I wouldn't Pandemic say that team. he's um maybe most deserving of all the players still available. But given that this is a draft and I'm trying to put a little bit of a squad together, I'm I'm gonna rock with PG on the wing, and we're gonna go Luca, Maxi, PG, Kawhi, Giannis. That's my five. I feel pretty Bro good. Bro said, it. nah, screw taking Dame, which w- would have been like the obvious choice. No, instead, I'm going to get PG. Nah, that's mm-hmm. that's that's the boy for you. For right. Damian Lillard should not even be an all star. <laughs> wow. <laughs> really? I just, no, that's that's a that's a heart. One, one of those that's a heart. I'm like, uh, don't get me wrong. I think he should not be a starter. He should be an all star. Yeah, he should not, should not be, be a starter. starter. Yeah. Yeah. At all. I have him as a wild card spot on my uh, yeah, roster. I think I think that's fair. Yeah, we can we can quickly go through at the end like what our personal like full twelve man bouts would be and who we're leaving off. But mm-hmm. yeah, I, I'm I'm with you guys on that one. So yeah, I'm taking P, PG with my fifth pick, and now that brings us back to Logan. He's everyone's going to now make their final selection, and then we can talk mm-hmm. about snubs. Yeah. So PG, honestly, I think was a good pick there, like for filling out your roster there, because. It's just a better fit, like in the lineup, than any of the guards left would be. Right, probably but, just a mishandling of assets by me by taking Maxi when I did, but it is what mm-hmm. it is. Yeah. So, but if I would have gone into this draft with that mindset of like building the team more so than going by like who has like the more deserving season, I probably would have took taken Jokic first over Embiid. Mm-hmm. Um, but I ended up with both of them. So yeah, in retrospect, it doesn't matter. For my sixth man, though. I'm thinking of taking maybe somebody you had mentioned with De'Aaron Fox, but I I already have enough guard play, I feel like, between Brunson, Booker, LeBron, Jokic even. I feel like a, a wing that can kind of fill up multiple different spots pretty reliably would be helpful. And this is just somebody that's one of my personal favorites in the league right now, and that is Larry Legend, Larry Markinen. Okay. Larry nice. Markinen. Okay. I like it. Okay. I fuck with that heavy. I fuck with you heavy with that. That's a good pick. It's a very good pick. I'm going to be honest. When I I told you guys I I was making this list, this big board before we got started, and I was like, I really hope I'm not missing anybody. I was forgetting about Laurie Markkinen. That's the one guy. Probably would have been a good pick on my own team. But yeah, that's a fantastic pick, Logan. Definitely someone that I think deserves a lot of consideration for the All-Star team with how Utah has played as of late, uh, mostly because of him. I know like the lineup Mm -hmm. changes. Have definitely helped with like Chris Dunn and Fontecchio in the starting lineup, but Laurie's been fantastic. Like me and Mitch have talked about him quite a bit um, in the past few weeks. He definitely deserves a mention here. It's a really good pick. See, before I before I blew up my fantasy team, I was Laurie Bird in our fantasy uh-huh. uh, squad, and then I, uh, I I consolidated my assets, and now I have Wemby. So you know, no complaints. On yeah, that. what's what's the branding going to be now moving forward? You got to. I gotta might. So if I this is this is low key the last so, ankles. <laughs> we we are in a dynasty league, so we've got oh. like keepers going into next year. I came into the season with an interesting my mentality was always 
I finish in the top three most of the years we play, so I don't get one of those top picks. So I try to go with, I'll grab a bunch of mid-30s to 25 fantasy point players and keep a very well-rounded roster. Instead, I tanked the shit out of my first, like, three weeks. Well, actually... No, you started off 0-6. In- yeah. I started I started off 0-6 because CJ McCollum, De'Aaron Fox, Jaron Jackson Jr., Larry Markinen, and two other of my key 25-plus players all missed time. Like, you were the Detroit Pistons of real life. I, I was. <laughs> but... Now, into this point of the season, I have Evan Mobley, Scotty Barnes, Victor Mabignana, and LeBron James as my potential keepers. I'm att- I'm potentially moving LeBron and Filler for Chet, and I'd have Wemby, Chet, uh, Scotty, and uh, Evan Mobley as my keepers. My forward and center positions are fucking fine. Yeah, quite like, the turnaround from where you started, I gotta yeah. say. But yeah, you're going to need some new branding now that you've traded Laurie Bird off yeah. the squad. Interested to see what you got. I'm assuming it'll be something Scotty related, but we'll see. I'll be it might be, it might be Dick and Barnes uh, because <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to grab Grady Dick in the in draft. Either way, speaking of on branding, so part one of my two-part plan, I've already got Wimby on the squad in real life and in fantasy. So why not just put the cards out there, make the prediction that I do land him, and I'll grab Honest Abe himself. I'll grab Chet. Slot him as my sixth man. And, wow. uh, you know, for for a guy who some people uh, may not think he's played real time at the two this year. So I could literally throw him anywhere I want on OKC or on my fantasy squad. Chet has listed minutes at the two. He has played minutes at the two. This There's year. no way. Who who's he has, the who are the other three players below they ran him? Out, they ran out. They ran a lineup um, where I think this was uh, Giddy and... Uh, the Dorter Chamber? Dort, Dort both out. <laughs> so they ran Shea, Chet, Isaiah, Joe, J-Dub, and then uh, Henrik for just like 27 minutes. Chet's the five in that lineup. Yeah, I was going to say, so he's no, the two just he, because somebody said so? Or no, he actually, <laughs> so I, I'll, I'll show you the game. And Josie pointed this out, uh, Mr. Sherman, but they literally had, he would, he would peel off the wing and then just sit in the corner like this for like five minutes. And it, it worked because he was bombing corner threes. Um, and he touched the paint four minutes that game, which is awesome. Wow! Like he literally played on the wing, and it was it was it was like so bizarre to see because I was like I was like, what the fuck? Like what yeah. are they doing? Defensively like, though, he's always going to be the five for them. Well, yeah, which obviously. is what really matters. I mean, like we talk about positions in the NBA, it's about who you defend. You could mm-hmm. you I could agree. play you could oh, play Luca one to four. All right. Luka, yeah, yeah. I mean, for the for these purposes of this draft, it doesn't matter. I mean, you could you could throw Chet wherever you want. But fuck okay. it. I'll run a lineup of Scotty Wemby Chet, and I don't give a fuck who else I'm yeah. throwing out there because that's you're scoring zero. Yeah, S- you could run SGA Scotty KD Wemby Chet. That's that's ridiculous. Interesting. I I don't feel like Wemby or Chet will make the All Star team, but they're both definitely like deserving candidates. Like these are not bad picks by any means. Quite the interesting duo you got there in the front court i like it <laughs> all right jacob you are up with your final selection who's it gonna be so my final selection was chet holmgren okay. nine times out of nine uh but we have found the 10th scenario ah. <laughs> the thinker the i think who's my who's my sixth i've kind of already done the whole homer thing <laughs> so it's between tingus pingus oh chris Daps nope. himself oh there's no video so it doesn't matter but rocking the chris Daps jersey today or do it, do it. Take Derek White over the Dan. most deserved. I don't know. So, <laughs> with what I need, it's probably leans the guard side. Has anybody taken Donovan Mitchell? No, I'm gonna no, take Donovan Butler. Mitchell. There we go, Jimmy. I Jimmy buckets too. That's another guy on the board there. Yeah, 
the Buffalo Soldier roams through his nightmares, so it's not. It's fine. I'm going to take uh, uh, Donovan Mitchell. Great pick. All right. Back to back times, he's taken the guy that I wanted. That's who I was going to round out my team with. Now, I don't know. I, I part of me wants to just not take Dame, just to, just to sort of make a statement. But yeah. there's he's just clearly the best guy left. I have actually I have to go with Dame. not not statistically the guy with the highest plus minus in 2024 is still on the board. You could take OG Ananobi. Oh, as your uh, as your sixth, you could you could okay. Actually, while we're on the topic, Mitch and I have you here because I I've, I've heard some dare. people in recent days refer to OG Ananobi as a defensive player of the year candidate, and I'd like to ask you as someone who would know this type of thing, was OG really at that level for the first half of the season when he was with Toronto, or has it just been with the Knicks that he's had this impact? OG, this entire season has been an all defensive player candidate for those teams. I would say he's closer to top 10 than he is closer to top three. Okay. Like the idea that OG is one of the best wing stoppers in the game. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like I can give that to OG nine times out of 10 this season, even, even in times where he had looked kind of disinterested in Toronto's like initial 15 games still like you switch him on to one to four, no problem. But defensive player of the year is a stretch and a half. I would say, like you, you could make the argument if, if he keeps up this play of like ridiculous switchability with the Knicks, mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. But I mean, right now Rudy's probably like the runaway right now. Yeah, like at least yeah. the favorite. You can look to guys like Chet and kind of like Bam right now, who are more switchable on the wing and inside than OG. AD. Like, don't give me, yeah, I, like AD's another guy where it's like Derek White. I could probably, I could probably <laughs> make did. a solid argument for OG to be within that top five, but I cannot make an argument over Rudy or Chet or even like the ADs of the world right now. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. Vegas odds has OG as third. It's Rudy as a runaway one. Chet's at two with plus 1200. Wow. Chet's at two, huh? Wow. OG's at third with plus a thousand. Well, why, why is this order weird? I don't know why they did this. OG might be two, actually, oh. depending on which sport book you're at. But it's Rudy Gobert minus yeah. somewhere around yeah. 300 runaway. Okay. And then it's Chet, OG, AD, Bam, and no joke, Derek White. Hey. Well, Shout I was going to say, wow. uh, if you're surprised about the Chet there, it's mostly because like they're doing the Rudy strategy. Like yeah, funnel into him. And no, that, that's like, fair. That's fair. Like, I just I feel out. like AD is definitely the better defensive player. I would have mm-hmm. expected him to be higher. Although like the Thunder probably have a way better defensive rating than the Lakers right now. So yeah, I yeah I mean it's skewed because like you know yeah. it's been tough for LA this season. I mean yeah. like like somehow Offense they're gonna get Dejounte Murray. Somehow they're gonna flip D'Lo for Murray. I don't know how that's gonna happen. We have we have a very passionate Lakers fans in one in one of our group chats and. uh Nick Wentz is he's the master of the delusional the mad at his to say the least guy like yeah, yeah. yeah he, he's, guy he's like the that. master of cooking up with the most ridiculous Lakers trade he you've cooked ever up seen. one where they land Trey Young somehow like I like <laughs> I saw that trade and I was like I was like in what the fucking reads? world if it works <laughs> in the trade machine he's he's liable to post it it is what it is yeah I don't I don't know what what the Lakers are gonna end up doing but if yeah, if they're gonna be you know a 500 or below 500 team, I think AD's gonna have a tough case for for defensive yeah. player of the year. All right, I guess that that wraps up uh, our our top 24. There, we all made our six picks. 
And I, I'm looking at my board here. I, st I still see a lot of guys who are easily all-star caliber players. Like I'll mention right off the bat, I think Rudy Gobert is going to be an all-star for very obvious reasons. None of us drafted him because that's, that's no fun. No one wants Rudy Gobert in an all-star yeah. team, but he's definitely, I, I, I would say at least, I think he absolutely deserves one of those 12 spots in the West. So that's probably like the biggest guy that we snubbed, but it's just, I mean, come on, it's no fun drafting Rudy Gobert. So for obvious reasons, he uh, did not make one of the top six. Who else do you guys think though is a, is a big snub from our list? I don't honestly, I think Paolo Bancaro in yeah, the East. I agree. Could easily he was, be on one he of was ranked four on the player vote, like yeah. top four. It's like him and him and Shengun both received a lot of player love, but like not an actual lot of media or uh, fan love, which was kind of mm -hmm. like weird. Yeah, it's disappointing because those are two guys in similar boats. Yeah, like young up and coming guys sort of carrying young teams into at the very least the playing tournament. The Rockets have been sliding as of late. Like they, they had a really nice start to the season. Um, they were like a six seed for for a good stretch there, and they're starting to slip. They're like eight or nine now. So I I can I can understand the Sangun thing, but Paolo was carrying the magic in those was yeah. like three weeks when Franz was out. Like that Franz, yeah, doing absolutely everything for them offensively, keeping them afloat. So yeah, Paolo, I would definitely expect to see uh, get into the mix there. Probably one of those wild card spots. Um, I forget. I want to say it's next Thursday that they get announced officially. So. That probably means like Sunday or Monday ballots have to be official, something like that. So we'll see if maybe he has a, a great performance over the weekend for a last second boost there. But yeah, I think I think that's a good call. Definitely, uh, definitely was on my short list. I'm gonna keep yeah. it a buck. I didn't realize like I have him in my in my list that I made. He's like on my reserve. Like he's like a starter on the bench. Right there. Not a wild yeah, card. I, I do too. Yeah, one. Yeah, don't know how 10. I just that one went. You know, I have. He's no my idea. number one forward on the bench. Yeah, uh, in the east. Okay, I think I that's fair. Yeah, because it's Andrew. Tatum, Giannis, and Bead for the forward spots in the east, and then like you could have maybe like a Julius Randle. He he's bounced back from a really slow start. Well, um, I was gonna say, Dion, I was wondering if you personally, as as a believer in Macau, do you think he gets that kind of consideration? Like, uh, I don't. The Nets are such a dumpster fire. Like the last two or three weeks, they've been disastrous so i don't the, think the so. players and the media showed him a lot of love like yeah. a lot of love so i, I, was like, I haven't seen i haven't taken like a, a real deep look at what the voting actually looks like right now so he placed um, seven in the player ranking so above Kristaps, jimmy julius randall right behind J jb he placed eight in the media so he's tied with randall there above guys like jimmy um the, the fans is where really fucked him he placed 11th so it's like I see. yeah he's on the nets yeah. See, I struggle because like Mikhail has a lot going for him and then also a lot that isn't like on the one hand, he plays every game, you know, like he's consistently giving you production in every single game. I know, obviously, like we all understand he's taking a step back, maybe probably two or three steps back on the defensive end, but still contributes on both ends of the floor on a nightly basis. Um, mm -hmm. Just like does all the right things It's like the type of player that you really want to reward with an all star spot. But then on the other hand, like, yeah, he's getting no fan vote support and the team is just not good. Like the team yeah. is just an absolute mess. So I really struggle with giving guys on bad teams the nod for all-star, especially when like I'm down to like tiebreakers. That's why Trey Young didn't really get a mention for me because exactly. he's still doing his usual 28 and 10, 29, 11, whatever it is. But it's the Hawks. But the, Hawk, the Hawks it's are the as Hawks, unwatchable though. as ever. Like they've been the, the definition of mid over the past few years, but they're like five, six, seven, eight games under 500 right now. So I like if Trey gets in fine, like the, the fans are going to vote him. Um, I'm sure a lot of the players will vote him in, but 
I, I just couldn't Not get there with Trey, so. just given how bad the Hawks are. Like the the stats are there. I just I just couldn't do it because you're, you're on an 11 seed. Like it's it's just hard for me to to give you. Well, that's my thing with McCall and Trey, like that kind of debate. Right. Exactly. Because Bro- Brooklyn's only one game back from Atlanta, and if Atlanta deserves an All Star, like right. if if the Nets creep above them to like around that Chicago nine ten, like do you do you do you like do you flip a coin at that like final selection day and be like both teams are shit. Both players are getting numbers on losing teams. Let's you know see what happens. Like I would, if it came down to Trey versus Mikael for the last spot, I would go with Trey Young because yeah, me too. Yeah, team situations are pretty similar, and he's putting up way better numbers. Counting stats, are, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And I will, I will give him credit. Like he's still really bad, like ninety eight percent of the time. But I've noticed Trey Young tries way more on defense this season than ever before. Like he's mm-hmm. actually making an effort to fight over screens. Um, he's playing in the passing lanes more often. He's got a couple of clips. Like he he shut down Lamelo. Uh, in the last possession of a game to get a win. He's done that, I want to say, with someone else, but I can't remember who it was off the top of my head. So he's definitely stepped up in that department. He's he's putting forth the effort. He's, you know, basically the same size as me. So, like, he's never going to be great on defense, but the fact that he's doing what he can, I think he deserves a little bit of credit for that. Because I look at, like, for example, like someone like Luca is still just has no interest on the defensive end. So mm-hmm. I, I do want to give Trey some credit there. If it came down to the last spot, I would take him over Mikhail, but I don't think he makes the team. Yeah. All right. The thing with Macau for me is like, I think the Nets offense looks better when Cam Thomas is the number one option. Yeah. And so that doesn't speak very well for Macau's case. Mm-hmm. But another guy that KD said is the next up and coming guy, <laughs> yeah. Cam yeah. Thomas. True. Okay. Maybe he doesn't hit on all of his predictions, but <laughs> maybe like, KD's I... just being nice. Maybe KD's right. just giving out compliments. Cause I don't know. I mean, on the right night, though, Cam Thomas does look like that guy. It's yeah. just. He can't do it seven days. LSU legend looks like a flamethrower sometimes, but then mm. sometimes he's like, I wish he wasn't playing at all. I this wanted the Nuggets to, to take him at 26 where we took Bones Highland in the draft. But yeah, Dude, that looked, Bones, it looked like the right pick. Poor Bones there. Highland, man. Yeah. Like, yeah, what a Bones shitty Island. situation. Yeah, he, doesn't he, deserve he does deserve minutes, but also I understand why the Nuggets moved on from him. So, yeah, it is what it is. Um, I think we got to give a shout to to the Kings. Fox and Sabonis are definitely all-star caliber players. Like I mentioned before, Sabonis statistically absolutely has a very strong all-star case. Kings just haven't been as good this season. They just don't have the same, just, you know, I don't know. Like the whole beam thing last year, I think really seemed to carry them. And this year it's kind of just like, all right, we ended the playoff drought and we kind of didn't get better over the offseason while everyone else did. Mm -hmm. So I think they're the eighth seed right now. So definitely don't deserve two all-stars. Like I don't see how they get two, but. I'd be pretty surprised if both Sabonis and Fox get left off. The West is yeah. also just really hard because of how, like, I don't want to say forward heavy it is, but, like, you look at the – you go to make a list. You've got the top three, whether you – AD, LeBron, Jokic, and then Durant. Kawhi. Kawhi, Paul George. Uh, I don't know where they put Booker at, which list they have him in. He's a guard. Be a guard. He is a guard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, like, there's just a lot of people that you're like, okay – and you keep going, then all Zion of a sudden, and Ingram. Sabonis yeah. isn't Wendy there yet. And like, <laughs> we know we didn't even mention Shangun yet. Like, yeah, yeah, he yeah. was also almost my sixth pick, but I figured that not everybody needed to have a Jokic clone on their team. So, yeah, it has I, been I a it rough twenty twenty four for Fox, though. I just kind of want to point that out. He has uh, he has been on like a downward trend mm-hmm. from December, January, into February. Like, or like when we get into next month, it's it was like thirty six and six. 26 6 and 5 and now it's like 20 and like 4 and 4. It obviously like hot start crazy and he's he is like that caliber player, 
but I wonder if the strength of schedule has something to do with it because they've had tougher matchups in the mm. past three weeks than initially. I mean, you know, him and Sabonis still playing fantastic. Not going to try to take anything from them there, but it has been a rough start to 2024 for Fox. So hopefully he turns, he, hopefully he returns to a form, I guess would be the right way to put it. Yeah, we'll see. I'm interested to see, like, I feel like we see this every year, like the All-Stars get announced. And then guys who feel like they got snubbed over the next two or three games, they'll drop like 30 or 40. I could see Fox absolutely being that type of guy where yeah. he doesn't make the team. And then the very next game, he goes for like 36. So mm-hmm. that, that'll be interesting to watch. I think Jamal Murray is another guy that could do something like that because given the amount of games that he's missed, I don't think he makes the team. Yeah, uh, but he's he's been knocking at the door for an all-star appearance for a while now. So I could see mm-hmm. him getting quote unquote snubbed and then sort of having like an explosion over the next week or two. Yeah. I would say it's it's funny because Jamal Murray is literally the textbook definition of does not chase individual stats and accolades in the regular right. season and then turns the fuck up in the playoffs. Yeah. But but nobody talks about it six months later. Mm-hmm. Like nobody cares because they're like, well, he's putting up a very pedestrian stat line in the regular season. It's like, yeah, but he was busting ass in the yeah, finals. We all kind of acknowledge that that's what happens. And yet every year, like Jamal's just not still happens. Game. Yeah. Same thing with Jimmy Butler. Like, I don't really think there's much of a case for him to get in this year, but we all know like. He, we're all ranking him way higher on a, a playoff list than a regular season list. Yeah. So oh yeah. We all, we sure. all understand that part of it. I guess I will make because I just I want to mention everyone I can here that was on my list. Um, Bam, I think deserving of mention. Like if he makes it or not, I can go either way. Like I won't really mm. quibble about that too much. But I think he's been really good. Like we said, one of the leaders for a defensive player of the year. Yeah, he was in mine. To be fair, did we mention? Have we mentioned Julius Randle yet? We talked yeah, about him a little bit because we yeah. were talking about other Knicks, but not him alone. Yeah, yeah, I think Randall's I, in that like that Paolo range of like he could be a wild card. Um, he's definitely come on strong as of late, but I could do with or without him in the All Star game. You know, the yeah, inconsistency that's what I mean. like, is tough. Like, do the Knicks deserve two? And if they do, like, sure, Randall and and Brunson because it's like it's one of those things that I kind of struggled with was just like Randall has such like high peaks and low valleys that it makes me go yeah. like. Yeah, sure. Yeah. One night you're an all NBA caliber and the next mm-hmm. night you're looking like precious Achua. Like I just it's <laughs> it's so wild to see the inconsistencies. Yeah. yeah. No, Honestly, this is somebody that I wouldn't put on my team personally. Um, Wasn't it was like a longer list is the reason why his name is on here. But what do you guys think about Miles Turner? Mm, this is someone that me and Mitch talked about this very early on in the season. And I thought there was a, a path for him to become an all star this year. Um, just given the opportunity that would be there for him and the fact that the all-star games in Indy, I thought that could maybe like yeah. kind of boost him there. I think Pascal I, I don't see a strong case. Like, yeah. I don't know. I think there's too many guys ahead of him. Like I, I would, I would probably favor KP over him. I favor Bam. Yeah. Like we said, Paolo. So yeah, I mean, not a bad mention. Um, I don't, I don't think he gets in though, but he's, he's mm-hmm. having a good season. He, he's been, very it's good. not a snub that he didn't make yeah, it, no. but yeah, I also would, yeah, wouldn't look at somebody be crazy if they had him as their wild card. Yeah. Right. I yeah. think it's more just cool that he's even in the realm of mentioning yeah. right now. You know? Yeah. It's kind of cool to see, especially with him and like the, just the narrative around him and this, and this bonus pairing, mm-hmm. like how, you know, things just weren't working out with the two of them. And then Sabonis moves on and, like finally we're seeing Turner like being able to have the post to right. himself. A yeah, bit yeah, and yeah. In there. yeah. I but. feel like he came into the league as a guy that people thought had a lot of all-star potential. And then, yeah, he went through many years of just playing with Sabonis and just not working out. They were both on the trade block forever. It felt like, mm-hmm. and then now, yeah, in the last few years, he's, he's really established himself and gotten back to being like, I would say a borderline all-star type of player. Like he's close. I've um, wanted him to be a Celtic for a very long time. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I definitely, I definitely pictured Turner in a, 
in uh, white and green for for quite some time. But I'm very happy with KP. He's he's been very good. This oh, no, I have no Tingus Pingus to the moon. I have no complaints. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm really high on great. on Porzingis. I feel like above like the national average. Mm. I really he, like he Porzingis. he unlocks something with that team, man. Like I think about when they they blew out Miami Heat the other night. They just could not go to zone. Like Miami uh-huh. consistently goes to zone against the Celtics because the Celtics turn into a middle school team and they can't figure out how to beat a zone defense for whatever reason. Well, but, Marcus Smart's gone also. Who is yeah, exactly. Marcus Smart problem. has been so, replaced yeah. by Drew Holiday and Robert Williams was replaced with Kristaps Porzingis, who, by the way, is seven foot three. The Heat don't have a spot up from thirty team. feet. So <laughs> it's a whole it's a whole different dynamic now, and that's you know in large part due to Kristaps what he brings. So yeah, I'm just praying that he stays healthy. I'm ready to donate my knees and my ankles. If it comes down to it, I don't think they would fit on his giant body. He's got more than a foot on me, but I'm ready. If, if, if need be it's actually, I see calls, I'm ready. I was going to say it's, it's wild this season. So like if you watch the Mavs version of KP, because obviously Luca dominates the ball much more than you could say any, like even, even on a night where Tatum has the horse blinders on, it's still not as much as Luca dominating the ball. And like, yeah. it's good reason. Luca is a generational playmaker, so yeah. there's that. Yeah. But, but seeing KP get the rock and then told to create rather than do a like five foot post up, it's crazy to see that like he legitimately has a bag. Mm-hmm. Like it's, him it's and Jalen Brown's. Yeah, him and Jalen Brown's two man game. Just fantastic. Oh, it's yeah. so weird. If you would have given me like a shuffle, what two man game is going to be the most efficient out of every combination of Celtics, I would not have said KP Jalen Brown. I wouldn't yeah, have right. thought that was going to be what cooks. Yeah. I would have guessed almost any other KP would have been one of them, but Jalen Brown is the last starter. I would have guessed that it works so well with. And I think it just, he raises the floor of like all of this. I'm going yeah. to Celtics corner, which doesn't. <laughs> That's anyway. okay. No, it's all right. I, I, <laughs> I do my best to not lean into it too much. So whenever, whenever I inevitably do, it's yeah, okay. I keep him. I keep him too honest. So now, now that he has another person who is, I honestly, I'm one of those people. In ter- when he starts talking about the Celtics, I literally just go, I'm like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. wow. Yeah, it's the same when Mitch talks about the Raptors. I just let him cook, and this is what it is. Yeah. Last name that I want to include before we get out of here. I think Kyrie Irving's having a fantastic drama-free season, which we got to give him just a little bit of credit yeah. for. Putting up his usual numbers, crazy efficient scorer, like great playmaker. Uh, I think he deserves a mention. I, I think he sort of uh, he sort of earned his way out of the All Star game with with his antics over the past few years. I don't think he's going to get the support to get in, but statistically is definitely in the mix. So mm-hmm. just wanted to give him a. Shout I want to say that weak stretch of thirty five plus every night, and that ninth game where I bet the over of twenty five, he goes for twelve <laughs> points. Kind of pissed me the fuck off, but mm-hmm. other than that. He has had a fantastic season. Yeah. He single-handedly blew up the Lakers season because their whole plan was, oh, we'll give D'Lo because it's D'Lo, right. Rui, and somebody perfectly contract. You're right. Yeah. Perfect money to Kyrie's contract. Mm-hmm. So him being like a normal person, instead of like screaming about the world is flat and flipping people off in the middle of the game. Well, I, I was gonna perfect. say, I don't know, I don't know if anybody has watching has been watching like the post-game interviews with the Mavs recently, other than Luca's little yeah. Hampton. I saw that. But if you if you go three weeks ago, um, Kyrie and this is you could you can find this quote because people were like kind of like reaching for it. He was just like he said, aside from some of the like best players I've ever played with, Luca has the most amount of counters I've ever seen on the basketball court. And he mm-hmm. said that, and I I for a second I was like, whoa, you played with KD and you played with Hart. And then I was like, I was like, wait, actually, like the more I think about it. In terms of like self-sufficient creation, yeah, Luca might have like the deepest arsenal 
to fall yeah, back. He's, on. he's right there with Prime and, Harden. That's like, what Kyrie I like. Didn't I'm, I was with Harden until after his prime. I was so. just like, I was like, oh wait, I might actually have like a like an actual fucking take there. Yeah, no. So I thought I thought that was a really interesting one there because like he like Kyrie obviously is like a weird media guy. But like for him to openly show love to Luca like that, I was like, oh, that pisses off every Lakers fan right now because yeah. they they know they're not getting it done with D'Lo Hashimura in a fucking second. Mm-hmm. Yeah, might not be enough for uh, Dejounte Murray, but we'll see what they do. Lakers always keep it interesting. I think that uh, I think that wraps it up for this episode. Thank you to Logan and Jacob for coming on. To everyone listening, make sure you check them out. Hoop Theory Podcast. What's what's the like the social handles? Uh, it's usually Hoop Theory most. Places Instagram, I think, is hoop theory underscore pod. Okay. Uh, TikTok hoop dot theory underscore pod. And so that's just hoop theory though on on uh TikTok. But almost to five thousand followers there. Once we get there, we're gonna do a jersey giveaway. Awesome. Jacob's got a guy. So yeah. All right, very exciting stuff. And uh thank you guys for coming on. Thank you to everyone for listening. This has been a very fun episode, and we'll be back again next week with another one. <laughs>